Welcome to the podcast today. I'm your host, Darren Hibbs. And today I wanted to talk to you just for a few minutes about why I wrote my book, A Diary of Dreams and Visions. First of all, I'd like to explain where I got the name of that of the book from. It's uh, a book that I, I, I kind of enjoyed reading several years ago, and it was uh, by uh, Maria Woodworth Etter, and it was called A Diary of Signs and Wonders. And it was uh, a book that cataloged her experiences and the things that the Lord did uh, through and around her during her lifetime. If, if you don't know who Maria Woodworth Etter is, I, I would encourage you to go check her out. I, I don't say that I agree with everything that she believed or taught, but um, she was really an amazing woman um, who has uh, long since gone to be with the Lord. And uh, her stories are very similar to, to people like John G. Lake and, and people like that. She was someone who was so hungry for the Lord and, and really wanted to see the Lord touch people around her, that uh, the Lord propelled her really out of her desperation into uh, a really dramatic healing ministry. And so that's where I, I got the title of the book from, is uh, uh, somewhat of a, a, a ripoff of, of her title, but I really liked that, and I really thought it, it fit what I was trying to do here with uh, A Diary of Dreams and Visions, is, is to be an encouragement to people. And I wrote the book to be an encouragement to people that are just starting out and trying to hear the Lord for themselves or, or have, have uh, had a history of hearing the Lord for themselves and maybe, maybe they've just kind of uh, grown tired or laxed of really pressing into the Lord and asking Him to speak on a regular basis. And, and, and so I really wanted to encourage people to seek the Lord for Him to speak to you. Now, we can't make the Lord speak to us. We can't make the Lord do anything, but He's so good. He's so kind. And all throughout Scripture, we see over and over and over again that He he loves to hear from His people, and He loves to speak to His people. He doesn't always speak to us on on our time frame, and He doesn't always tell us what we want to hear. But it's so good when we hear the voice of the Lord. I tell one story in there about my brother where I was actually seeking the Lord, trying to hear hear him about specific things. I was asking him to speak to me about specific things, and uh, I'd been asking for weeks. And instead of answering me about the specific things he was uh, that I was asking him for, he spoke to me about my brother in a great time of of his need, and and so the the Lord blessed me and my brother through that. And it was uh, it's an amazing story. It's a, it's one of my favorite stories. Uh, that the Lord has given me in my personal history is uh, how the Lord came through for my brother in, in a great time of need, and that's in the book. And so <clears throat> even though we, we can't always, uh, or, or we can't dictate what the Lord will say to us, we can always be seeking Him to speak to us. And I found that, that there are times when I'm not seeking the Lord to speak to me, and He will speak to me anyway. But I've, I've definitely found, and I think that, that throughout uh, Scripture and throughout Christian history, when you, you survey people's experience, they'll 100% tell you that the more they seek the Lord, and I, I can say this personally, the more I seek the Lord to speak to me, the more He does. Like I said, He can break in and, and speak and, and act even when I'm not asking or looking for Him to. The Apostle Paul is a great example of that on the, the road 
to Damascus. We don't know if he was asking or seeking the Lord to to show him if if the way was the truth, if Jesus was really the Messiah. We don't know if he was doing that, but all indications were that he wasn't, that he was not actually seeking with his whole heart to find out if Jesus was the Messiah. And the Lord broke in. And so the Lord you know, has the sovereignty and, and the, the prerogative to do whatever he wants, but he loves to partner with us. He loves us so much, and he loves to hear our voice, and he loves it when we initiate the conversations. And, and so sometimes the Lord even actually does respond to us. When we ask him about specific things, sometimes he will speak to us about specific things. But I love it when, when I ask the Lord just to speak, and then he begins to speak about the things that are on his heart. And it's a two-way dialogue. I tell him the things in prayer that are on my heart. I tell him the burdens that I have. And then he tells me the burdens that he has. And I can actually join with him in intercession in those things. And I've seen uh, many things, many many times that, uh, that I, I didn't write in the book because they're very personal. I've seen the Lord uh, come through and, and speak in dramatic ways uh, for for friends and family and people that that I've really been laboring for in prayer, and the Lord will 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 break in and, and speak something very powerful to one of those people. And, and I, I love that because not only does that person get blessed by the Lord using me to prophetically speak into their life, but I get blessed as well because I've heard the voice of the Lord. And it, it's one of those things that's that's truly, uh, truly amazing, I think. I think it's a, a great privilege in the Christian life is to hear the voice of the Lord because it's it's one of those things where um, you know we read in scripture where it says that the um, faith is the evidence of things hoped for but unseen, not yet seen. Not that we will never have evidence. We will one day see the Lord face to face. So our faith is not in something without substance. Our faith is in something that we haven't seen yet. But hearing the voice of the Lord in in very powerful and dramatic ways that you know that. Uh, couldn't have been coincidence or things like that when the Lord brings supernatural confirmation and things like that. And that's most of what I have in a diary of dreams and visions are things with supernatural confirmation where the Lord shows extra grace in the midst of these situations and, and makes it very clear that it wasn't coincidence, it wasn't my own thoughts, it wasn't anything else but the Lord breaking in and speaking that is evidence of that faith that we have, that we haven't yet seen. It's just a, a little bit, um, you know, that, that we have our hope in the Lord that he is who he says he is and he will do what he says he's going to do. And, and hearing from the Lord in those, in those divine and supernaturally confirmed ways is just a, a little slice of that evidence of the things that we've placed our hope in, that he is real and it's, it's a transformative process. And I've met a, a range of people. I've met people who've, who've asked the Lord for years and he's never spoken to them. And, and it can be a, a very challenging thing. It can be um, very heartbreaking. I've, I've seen a lot of people with um, just brokenness over that, wondering if, if um, you know, if, if it's them, if something's wrong with them, if they're in some kind of sin or, or something like that. And, and I just want to encourage you, if you've asked the Lord for years and he hasn't spoken to you, haven't, you don't have any of these divine confirmations or, or things like I've written about in the book or that you've heard stories other people tell, I just want to encourage you to keep going. Don't lose heart. Um, 
and 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 most of all, don't start assuming that there's something wrong with you. If if it was if the Lord only spoke because there was something right with you, well, that's you're treading on dangerous ground there because then that starts to walk into an area where you can actually be the one who is deserving and earning the favor of God. And that's just a place you don't want to go. So in the same way that the Lord doesn't speak to me or anyone else because I'm so good, he doesn't not speak to anyone because they're so bad. Um, at the beginning of uh, A Diary of Dreams and Visions and The Year of the Lord's Favor, I explain a little bit that it was uh, over five years when I learned that the Lord would speak to me if I asked him to. I prayed for five years every single day asking the Lord to speak to me. And during those five years, he never spoke. And I was uh, 16 to 21 at that time. And that's that's a, a lifetime when you're that age. Um, five years to me now doesn't seem like quite as much time, but but uh, at, at that age, that was an eternity. And I asked those questions over and over again. And and fortunately, the, the Lord gave me grace not to lose heart, not to give up asking. And he gave me grace to come to the, the, the right conclusions that it wasn't my goodness that would cause him to speak. And so it wasn't my sin that would cause him not to speak. It wasn't, wasn't anything like that. Um, I, I will caution you, if, if you are a person walking in um, open, unrepentant sin, walking in rebellious sin, you know um, that you, you shouldn't be doing something and uh, you choose to do it anyway. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking about, uh, you know, you just, you just name it, whatever it is. Uh, if, if you're walking in rebellious, unrepentant sin, then I encourage you. Um, definitely come back to the Lord. Seek the Lord's face, repent, and ask for grace to stop whatever that habitual unrepentant sin is. Um, if you're if you're in that place, please do stop because that is the one thing that will hinder your walk with the Lord. It will hinder not just you hearing from the Lord, but it'll hinder many other aspects of your relationship and will defile your spirit. Um, what I'm talking about when people ask, you know, um, is the Lord not speaking to me because of sin? We're talking about just the the myriad of things that that we do that are wrong that we're not even fully aware of sometimes that we do, um, you know, not maliciously or, or not rebelliously, but we do because our flesh is weak and we're weak human beings. That kind of sin, that is is the thing that the Lord is is patient with and and He deals with us and 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 He's He's wonderful because. I look back in my life and I see this in, in scripture and other people's experiences is the Lord very seldom deals with us uh, on issues of sin more than one at a time. I can't think of a time in my life where I knew that the Lord was actively dealing with me in two different areas of sinfulness. And that's because the Lord is good and patient. We as humans, we love to look at other people and find the five or ten things that we see wrong with them and let them know all five or ten things and, and expect them to change. There's just something in our human nature that we want to we lay that on people. And the Lord is never, 
the Lord is not like that. He's so gracious. I, I won't say that he wouldn't do that, but in my experience and, and what I see in scripture and so many other experiences, very seldom does the Lord ever lay out more than one thing. We even look at Revelation and to the churches, not just even individuals, but to the whole regions and churches in the book of Revelation and in Revelation 2 and 3. We see him lay out just one or two or three things at a time to any given church. And, and that just is a, uh, it, it demonstrates how good the Lord is when he deals with us. So if you feel like you are walking in sin and that's why the Lord is not speaking to you, if you are in habitual unrepentant sin, I encourage you to repent and come back to the Lord for that. But if, if it's not something like that, if it's just normal, weak flesh that you're, you're seeking the Lord and, and seeking his face and asking him to, to sanctify you and purify your heart, then I guarantee you that is not the reason the Lord is not speaking to you. And we can't start coming up with theological reasons why the Lord does speak to some people and why he doesn't speak to other people. It's the same same thing as why the Lord heals some people and doesn't heal some other people. It, it, it's much better to, instead of coming up with some theological treaties on why the Lord does heal some and doesn't heal others, why he uses some to heal and why he didn't use others to heal, instead of spending our time coming up with a theological position on that, we should just keep praying for people to be healed. I love John Wimber's story is, he prayed, you know, he, this, is, this is his story that he told himself, is that he prayed for somewhere around 600 people before the first one was ever healed. And the first person that was healed had a cold. But, but moving on from there, the, John Wimber saw dramatic supernatural healings. Many times in large auditoriums where he would call someone out and tell them they were healed without even having to so much as lay hands on them or pray for them. Just amazing healings. But he prayed for 600 people. Most people long before that give up on continuing to pray and they start to come up with rationale on why the Lord isn't healing and, and, and to protect their own uh, their own weak spirit, you know, they, many people say, well, the Lord's not healing you because you don't have enough faith or, or they come up with some reason instead of just pressing in and continuing to ask the Lord to heal. The same thing is true when asking the Lord to speak through dreams and visions. Instead of coming up with reasons why he's not doing it, we just need to persevere and keep asking. And I, I feel like the Lord gave me a, a special measure of grace in that and and so if, if you grow weary, come to the Lord and ask for grace, ask for wisdom to see his heart and who you truly are. If you start feeling that it's, it's because something's wrong with you, ask the Lord for wisdom to see yourself through his eyes. Um, because there's nothing that can hinder our faith greater than having wrong understanding about who we are and where we stand. We don't stand righteous before God because we, we sin less or we stop sinning. We stand righteous before God because he has taken the weight and the burden of our sin upon his own shoulders on the cross. That is why we have the right and the ability to come boldly before his throne and even ask him to speak. It's not because we're good, but it's because he's given us the right. He's given us the access through the blood of his son, Jesus. And so I encourage you, if, if you haven't begun asking the Lord to speak to you, or if you've grown weary in asking the Lord to speak to you, I encourage you to press in and continue asking. 
um, go and, and download a Kindle version of my book, A Diary of Dreams or Visions, or, or get the paperback. I've tried to make them as cheap as possible so that, that uh, they can be accessible to everyone. I'm, I'm not trying to make money off of it. I really want it to be an encouragement and a blessing to the body of Christ. And they're just uh, just a few of, of the stories that the Lord has given me that are very dear to my heart that I want to encourage you with. So I'll have a, a link on my website at darrenhibbs.com where you can go and, and purchase that. They're on Amazon if you want to search for them. It's called A Diary of Dreams and Visions, or you can search for my name, Darren Hibbs, and it'll come right up. And so I encourage you, don't lose heart. If you haven't started asking the Lord to speak to you, I encourage you, ask the Lord to start speaking to you. If you've grown weary, ask the Lord to give you a revelation of who you are before him and and ask him for grace just to begin to to labor and ask again. I guarantee you that he will come through for you. It may not be as quickly as you want. Like I said, for me, it was five years, and at that age, it was an eternity. But when the Lord started speaking, it was so worth it. I would have waited a lifetime to hear his voice once. Now, I I pray that I don't have to do that. I pray that, that none of you have to do that as well. But I guarantee you it was so worth it. To have heard the, the voice of the Lord so clearly one time would have made it worth it. But the first time he speaks, it, it makes us all the hungrier. And when he stops speaking, when we go through dry seasons, it makes us hungry to hear the Lord. But I encourage you, if that dry season has grown longer than you like, don't give up hope. Ask the Lord for a revelation of who you are and press back in and continue asking.